What's up, everybody? Welcome back to podcast episode number four. I'm here today with the one and only Parker Rep. What's up, man? What's up? We have a little bit of a different view now, huh? Yeah, we changed it up a little bit. We got some new cars right here. Uh, (laughs) Monitors all changed up. It's like a a dealership right here. I know. So I have a bunch of diecast cars, and uh, I bought a bunch at Costco. If anyone wants to win one, all you have to do is go to at Spencer Burke Podcast, comment on any picture, any picture you want, and say that you watched the video. We're going to pick somebody every Friday. If you look behind me on the video, we have a ton of stuff to give away, so don't miss out on that. Uh, We have a lot to talk about today, so we're going to jump straight into it. Uh, Parker and I have a Instagram group that we send each other a bunch of photos on back and forth whenever we see something really cool. Parker, you sent me something that is insane. I see a multicolor Ventador in front of me. What is this? Yeah, so I actually follow uh, RDBLA on Instagram and YouTube. I watch all their stuff. I think it's really cool what they do. They kind of do a vlog format and show uh, all the cool cars that come through their shop. But recently, uh, they did this Aventador SV Roadster. It's actually Chris Brown's car. Um, and they did this gradient wrap. So we'll throw it up on the screen. It goes from red to black. And I just thought it looks really cool. It's super unique. And they also did a McLaren uh, 720S and the same sort of thing, but they flipped the gradient. Um, and they think this is going to be like the new trend. And I definitely see that happening. I think so too. Because you can only do so much with wraps now where it's like, well, what can you do that's different? And, and they definitely stepped in and I've watched their YouTube channel grow over the last, I'd say year. And they've done so much video content. It seems like they're filming every single day. And it's just cool to see a shop like that. Cause I've driven by it before and I didn't really, I didn't know much about it. Then I saw on Instagram how much they were doing. It's, it's really cool to see a shop that is willing to do all these crazy things. I think it's cause they get the clientele that's so crazy. Well, yeah, they have all the like celebrities because there's no other they kind of shop that does everything you know they do wraps they do service on all these exotic cars they do a lot of normal cars too but they have a paint shop literally anything you want and that's i think what draws people to them is because it's a one-stop shop but i yeah i think it's really cool they they do supercars and hypercars and they do exhaust systems and i watch all their videos their props to their videographer for doing such a cool job at the cinematic stuff and uh, all the guys there have such a, a funny, like, um, I guess, friendship where they can just mess with each other. Yeah. They throw pens at each other and they're like throwing merchandise everywhere. Yeah. Um, I know Vic, he he does a lot of entrepreneurship stuff and he started the um, detail line where he sells like car detailing products. Yeah. That's such a good thing to do, man. Yeah. I think they're really smart how they approach it. Because obviously, I mean, I'm super into it. I watch all their stuff. Yeah, me too. It works. It's on my recommended page every single time I go on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so... Okay, this is a this is a cool one. Uh, this guy Anthony, really cool guy. He messaged me on uh, Facebook a while ago when I moved to Florida. He's out in um, Orlando, I believe, and he sent me a couple different things. But to backtrack, I'm, I belong to a Facebook group that is all about diecast cars and model cars. If you can't tell, I'm obsessed with them. I have plenty of them in my office and my house. But it's a it's a group where enthusiasts can all talk and meet up and um, share their re- recent purchases or their collections and. I posted on there and I said, hey, how, what do you guys recommend for like storage? Like how do I display them? Because I want to put a glass display case like between our desk or in the front window yeah. and have all these cars on display because I have over a hundred at my house. I have so many and I'd rather have them be on display than, you know, in a box somewhere. So I posted that um, and, the, and this guy, Anthony, messaged me and he he showed me kind of his display case and we'll show a picture right here. And right off the bat, that first picture has, it's just insane because yeah. not only is it a cool display case, but it is loaded with bmws 
Yeah, it's like all BMW M race cars. Look and at the bottom they, shelf. Yeah, I see the it's like trailer. like 2830s. I didn't, oh, I didn't see the trailer. trailer. Yeah, it's a big truck. What? It's so cool. That is pretty cool. I haven't really had a chance to digest these photos, but obviously he's a BMW guy. So he sent over a bunch of photos of his collection for us to share. I'm, I'm a huge uh, fan of diecast cars. These are on a different level. I do have this purple GT3 RS, which is an auto art. Um, it's like $200, but everything else was $20 from Costco, which is really cool. That's why I went out and hunted for them. Um, I'd say six months ago because I I want I love these cars. It's motivation and it's cool to yeah. see. And I've had this white GT3, uh, the 4.0, the RS for I think 10 years now. Yeah, and we just unboxed uh, a couple other ones like that blue GT3 RS. And then we did the Performante and the Speciale today. Yeah, we wanted to have a little bit better of a display. But you can see here he has so many, so many cool cars. And to finish it off, he also has a E90 M3. Uh, I don't, it looks like Le Mans blue. Maybe it's um, Interlagos, but it's a slick top, ZCP, stick shift, and it has Fox leather interior, extended yeah. leather. That's like, honestly, I think the perfect spec. Especially it's with the... Beautiful. I, I like that the red doesn't kind of extend onto the dash, because mm -hmm. personally, I'm not a big fan of that when it kind of extends on the... I've like seen underside it underside of it. Yeah, I've seen it on GT2 RSs how the the red Alcantara goes up the the A pillar. Yeah, I it, think it's kind of weird. Look, doesn't look good. I yeah. think it has to be like seats, door cards, and that's about it. Yeah, maybe and some piping seats. or something. Yeah, and to add to it as well, it's a single hump car, so no navigation. Yeah. So if it was, I like. If it was a cloth interior, that's like the ultimate yeah. like stripper spec. Yeah. But beautiful car. Uh, Anthony, thank you for sending me all those photos on Facebook. He doesn't have Instagram, but um, I believe that uh, I guess you can find him in the world somewhere. I don't know. I don't know how to give somebody a shout out that doesn't have Instagram. But, hey, I, I respect it. And uh, he started with Hot Wheels, Matchbox Cars, Auto Art, Mini Champs, all the OG ones. And uh, now he obviously has quite a collection. So if you have a collection out there, you have some diecast cars, send them my way. We'd love to feature some, uh, some cool um, enthusiast stuff on here. Now, again, I, I love this podcast, dude. Yeah. I love doing this. Yeah, um, it's so much fun. Before I jump into this next one, it's going to take a while. I think we should skip ahead, Parker, to a different subject. I want you to talk a little bit about the, the GT2 RS MR because yeah. we always talk about cars we want. And every time I feel like Parker is eating lunch or he's at his house or he's driving, he's looking at YouTube videos of this car. Yeah. I feel like you're always looking at this car. <laughs> well, I first saw uh, the GT2 RS MR, which the MR stands for Manti Racing, uh, which is actually a company that... Porsche owns majority of the stake in. I think they own like 51%. So it's all Porsche-based stuff. But essentially, uh, it's a racing team. But they have done some production car uh, packages, I guess you could call them. So, yeah, they do the MR package, which is mainly aero. Uh, I know that they do coilovers, and they upgrade, like, the brake pads and stuff like that. But it's mainly about the aero. Um, so I first saw the GT2 at gt2 rs mr on the chris harris youtube channel yeah me too where he i think he went to portimao or something like that some some track in spain um and it just looks so planted you know and that car has like 700 horsepower it just seems like the ultimate track car for basically any track so that's kind of like my dream and the other day i, f I saw this british racing green one. Oh, i love that color with the uh yellow brake calipers i think it's just so perfect. I, I pulled up motor1.com and you can see that they're very heavily focused on aero. That wing is huge. Yeah. That yeah, is insane. It has the, on the rear wheels, it has aero disc. I saw that. So either you can 
get the arrow disc, I believe, uh, which increases downforce. Um, but so the, the wing angle is also adjusted depending on which option you choose, either more wing angle for more downforce, but it also gives more drag. Or you could do the arrow disc for less drag, but still a good amount of downforce. It, it looks really intense. Like it, It's super technical, but that's the kind of stuff that interests me. Yeah, same so. here. I mean, think about, think about the engineers behind that where Porsche being a worldwide well-known, say that five times, company that specializes in motorsport. Like their background is motorsport. They have some of the most insane RSRR race cars that rip the Nürburgring, not to mention the Martini cars, the OG classic cars. Like I was watching Nürburgring videos last night and Porsche is dominant. Like yeah. it's a huge brand to, to have that background and to implement, uh, let's say that you build a car that's already great. That's already great and already great. And you find a company like MR that goes, we'll make yeah. it better. Yeah. The GT Tourist is honestly like top of the top. I think it's probably the best car that Porsche makes, um, best new car that Porsche makes. And the fact that Manti Racing was able to take it even further, you know, they probably spent so much time in a wind tunnel mm-hmm. trying to figure out, okay, what what ducks and different changes can we make to make this thing slipperier, slipperier or, you know, stuff like that. So Yeah, it's, it's really cool to see a company do that, and you have to have a very high level of skill to be able to do that. Yeah, those guys are so smart. Well, one day you'll have one, Parker, and you'll be yeah. able to rip through Irvine with one of those things. Yep. <laughs> That's the dream. Uh, okay, so now we're going to move on to Mike from Switzerland or somewhere overseas. That He uh, he reached out to me on Instagram yesterday, and he said, thank you for talking briefly about his car. We had featured a green E92 M3, Viper Green on Instagram, uh, Viper Green M3, and they did a photo shoot together, and I, I was so... I was so blown away at how beefy this car looked. We'll put the picture right here. This car is sitting on E88's beefiest tire setup. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to go over full detail about this build. Um, we're gonna. Hi- this is technically a, a highlighted car for the for the podcast. But this is a E92 M3, fully loaded for the track. I mean, this is like top of the top. We'll go through the specs. Eventuri airbox, which is the carbon fiber airbox that allows for a lot more flow, and also there's um, a little piece in the front that you put, um, I guess, at the bottom left portion of the bumper that you see in some of these videos that the turbulence of the air is actually changed. So OEM from the factory, the the air that goes from the front bumper into the intake has turbulence. So it's spinning, it's moving, it's not it's not fluid. Mm-hmm. Eventury has a product that goes into the front air intake at the bottom of the bumper that decreases all of the turbulence. Oh, so it's like a snorkel type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's okay. like a snorkel. So you'll see in the videos that the air completely gets eliminated of any turbulence. So all the air that goes in the car is super smooth. Then they have the plenum that goes on top, which is the air intake box, and it's all carbon fiber. So this the, the sound you get from the interior of the car is just beautiful. So I can't imagine what that sounds like. He did a StopTech ST40. Uh, I put bread system. I meant to put brake system. <laughs> I like bread system. I, I do too. Yeah. With, I don't know how to pronounce this, Pagod. Yeah, Pagod. RS29 brake pads. The best suspension you can probably get, KW Club Sport suspension, three-way Nürburgring setup. I cannot imagine the price on that from the factory. I can't imagine how good that feels. Yeah, I think KW offers some really good stuff, but definitely uh, MCS is another high-end brand, uh, Moton. JRZ. JRZ, yeah. All those are kind of like, I mean, I I don't know too much about them because I can't afford them, but... One Hopefully day someday, yeah. One day soon. He's rocking uh, his, his normal set of wheels, Apex EC7 10x18, uh, 11 by 18 in the rear. 
And he told me that the BBS E88s were um, wheels that belonged to Viper Green. He let him borrow them for photos, which shout out to being a good friend to let you put on E88s, bro. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, he's rocking Pirelli Trofeo R tires, 265, 35 in the front, 295, 30s in the rear. So he's running a smaller sidewall in the rear in order to fit a wider tire, 18s all around. That's a lot of meat. That's a ton of meat, dude. Yep. That looks, uh, that setup is great. He's running GT4 front splitter, canards, and a GT4 wing, GTR hood. One of my favorite things right here, GTR fenders with the vents. The vents are one of my favorite things. Yeah. It's, it's like GT3 RS style. It's super aggressive. So it, cool. It's like... I've seen it on a different car, and some people leave them, like, carbon. Um, I think it looks good when it's all body color. I agree. Personally. Totally. Unless it's a black car, then black on black looks good, too. CAE shifter, roll cage, and a Copperfitch exhaust. I have nothing but bow down, respect, 100% on building a car like this. This is exactly how I would build a car. I'll put on the screen right here the DM he sent me of everything else. Um, Recaro SPG is one of my favorite seats and the color match roll cage. I love this car. Shout out also to the photographer Bleco shots. You murdered these photos. I shared these on my Instagram page at M3 connection. And it's some, I think it's some of the best photos I've ever seen of one of the best E92s I've ever seen. Parker, what do you think? Yeah, they're really nice shots. This car is like ideal. I mean, this is, um, probably the best Nurburgring, like, car you could ever build really i have to say besides django this comes in second yeah django I mean, has the best car for nurburgring what's that one company that does like the team schreimer schreimer yep. yeah yeah i think doing like a schreimer gt4 m3 would be really cool but we're, if you didn't have the budget for that keeping it uh you know normal non-stroked motor would be really cool as well this is a beautiful car. So respect to you for building this car. And, and essentially, my car is halfway there. It's almost the same. And I, I want to replicate my car into a Nurburgring vehicle. And this is... He's running a lot of camera up front. I you'd, know. you'd make one drive and your tires would be <laughs> That's like two degrees for sure. But the fenders, the headlights, that is beautiful. Parker, I think we need to plan a trip to, uh, to Switzerland soon. Yeah, I'm down. We got to go to Europe, except for this pandemic is not yep. allowing us to do anything so well, one day we'll get there so yeah. okay well um we're currently at 14 minutes so we'll say two more things here on our list sorry we're, we're still learning this podcast thing I, I wanted to say uh, one one of the things i really really love is that we're getting such a cool response right now from people on mm. on youtube i've read every single youtube comment i've read every single comment on instagram um everything's awesome yeah, like I people really, love this. I haven't even seen one negative comment, which it, is awesome. And I actually looked at the uh, all the videos yesterday. There's not one dislike, which is really cool. We're going to wait now for someone to hear that and then go dislike yeah, it. Oh, <laughs> someone's for sure going to go dislike it, but that's fine. You can go dislike it all you want. Um, but yeah, we've gotten a like, crazy good response. And I've had people actually like DM me and uh, on Instagram and kind of tell me how, how they like it and how they listen to it every day, you know, when they're driving home from work. So uh, I think we're going to keep it up and try to do as many as we can. I mean, I, I don't think it's ever a burden. And if I could, I would do this. I mean, I think we can do this every day. I don't yeah. see why not. And there's plenty of things I have for me, like at night, I'll have so many ideas. I'll throw them in the, in the group chat. And then basically we come into the office, we do all of our work for the agency here. And then we sit down and go over our notes and say, Hey, here's three cars we sent in the group chat. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. And it works. We, we enjoy talking about this stuff and it's been great. So thank you for the feedback um, from everything. This, this podcast has been super fun. Um, 
we, we want to give a, a shout out to our good friend, Kevin. He is, has been a client of ours for a while for our social media management company, where we help people with their Instagram, their Facebook, with their photography. Uh, we send a photographer out there once a month, he takes photos of all the donuts and the food. He owns a, a donut shop in Mission Viejo. Parker, you actually manage that account. Yeah, I've been managing it uh, recently, and it's they do some, you know. Does it make you hungry? Yeah, like every day. <laughs> every day I look at him like, damn. Dude, shout out to I him for the first, when we signed him as a client, he gave us a, a package of food, and I was full for like a week. Yeah. And it, I was like, that's the last thing I need right now. <laughs> yeah, and all of his reviews are great, like, his food is amazing, so definitely yeah. check it out. So shout out to we want to do a small business owner um, shout outs on our on our podcast to people that we feel are you know genuine and and have good intent. And uh, it, I have nothing but great things to say about Kevin. Best thing is too, once again, the icing on the cake. Literally, he's rocking a E ninety two M three that EAS built European Auto Center up in um, I guess Central California. They built this car. It's white with. Um, Ricardo seats. He's got a cage in there. Are those advan wheels? They look like advans. Yeah, I've never seen this car. I know. Why has he not told us about? I it? don't know. <laughs> I just asked him to send me photos of his car, and he's got Ricardo's. He's got Schroth harnesses, roll cage. It looks like the interior originally was red. You can see the armrest. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was. He's got and that upgraded I can't see e the rear seats, but he probably got rid of those. Yeah, and the cage. that honestly looks like an Acura exhaust too. Oh but yeah, it's 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 a red interior because you can see the armrest and then yeah. the central. Uh, or whatever you Dude, want to call it. Kevin is being quiet. He needs to tell us. He, when we when we sign clients, they have to send us what cars they drive. Yeah. Because we just found this out of how detailed this car was. And plus other people too. It's like we get a lot of automotive clients here with uh, the social media company. And yeah, you can't be quiet about that. You got to tell I us know. what kind of car you Kevin, drive. Kevin, if you're watching, you got to <laughs> come over. I want to see this car. Yes, please. We have to go see him soon. But uh, with everything going on in the world right now, uh, we wanted to wish everyone good health. Parker and I have taken heavy precautions. Um, the last two weeks, we've been the only people in the office here. Yeah. I've been in contact with my mom, and that's it. And uh, my hands are dry from washing them. We probably used half that since we got that, the hand sanitizer. Yeah, we've been, we've been super cautious. I think um, a lot of people have negative things to say, but it's literally just you and I. Mm-hmm. And my roommate's not even home, so I go home straight from work, and I don't see anyone else. Like, a lot Same of people here. live with their families, and their families have to go grocery shopping and stuff and see other people. I think we're being safer than a lot of, a lot of other people. I think so, too. I mean, I have my groceries delivered, and the grocery company has gloves on, and they no longer can bring them into your house. So they have to leave them at the door. And then they just give you a receipt, and they put it on the bag, and they say, thank you. There's no, yeah. there's no contact. And even... When I get coffee in the morning, everyone has gloves. I go through yeah. a drive-through, um, and honestly, like every gas pump I go to, I have a glove I use. So I haven't. This is the most least I've been in contact with anybody, and the, probably the cleanest I've ever been in my whole life. Yeah. Not that I'm not clean, but I'm extra clean now. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, before this, I didn't wash my hand like hands every hour, but now I will. <laughs> That's how I am too. Yeah. So, okay, well, this is a little bit of a shorter podcast. I guess we ran through it, but if you guys want to check out at Spencer Rick Podcast on Instagram, comment on any picture or any video and say, I watched the, the podcast. We're going to go through the comments um, probably on Friday and we will pick a winner for, I think we're going to give away that blue 4GT. Yeah. We'll give that one away. So let me know. Uh, let us know in the comments what you guys think. We'd appreciate any kind of feedback. We're open for constructive criticism uh parker anything else you want to say 
Um, no, I just want to say, or yes. I don't know why I said <laughs> no, 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 but I do. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to say thanks for all the support. Uh, it's been really cool to kind of get feedback. Um, and I'm glad that we're doing this together. Me it's too. really, really fun to bounce ideas off of each other. So I yeah, think so too. Thanks everyone for supporting and make sure you're subscribed. Yes. We're going to continue to upload. Please. You don't want to miss anything. We're going to do our best to freestyle stuff. We come up with different notes and a lot of people were saying that they would want us to do an hour podcast, which I think we can probably do sometime, but I prefer yeah. to do 30 minutes because it's a little bit more of like, I want to call snackable content yeah. where you can just watch it, skip through, watch this, watch that. And, and that's it. It keeps it very simple. Yeah. I mean, when I see someone like uh, Cody Co and Noel, when they upload uh, to Tiny Me Gang, when I see an hour, I do not click on it at all. Yeah. Same I, here. I just, I always wait for the highlights. Um, but if it was like 20 to 30 minutes, like what we're doing, I watch videos that length all the time. So. I think so too. And I, I'm the same way. I watch a lot of, um, Logan Paul's, uh, impulsive and also Joe Rogan. And I do watch tiny meeking and I mostly focus on the highlight pages. Yeah. Like I don't really, the full ones have to, you have to really like, okay, I have an hour to kill. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find time. that. Yeah, I can go watch yeah. 10 different videos on YouTube of other people I watch and get through like a huge amount of different content compared to watching one video for that long. So I, I would prefer to stick to, I don't think we need to have a highlight channel because we're only no. doing highlights really for 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, no, I don't think it needs to be like a highlight channel at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. So we'll, we'll keep working on it. Uh, we have to get back to work a little bit today, but we will have more episodes coming. If you can, subscribe, hit the thumbs up button, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Peace. See you later.